Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at ixl.com/fine. Visit ixl.com/fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's ixl.com/fine. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content. So, Maybe listen on headphones if you're at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Kristen. Yeah, Jolenta. As you know, we are focusing on hearth and home this season. Oh, yes, we are. It's all about that hearth. It's all about that home. It's all about mm-hmm. that apartment building. It's that mm-hmm. whole thing. And uh, since I was a little girl, when I have thought of hearth and home, one woman always comes to mind. Oh, I think I know who that woman is because she lives not just in my hearth, in my heart. Uh, Shall we find out if we are thinking of the same woman? Oh, yes. And I have a way to do it. Let's, on the count of three, give each other a hint. Okay. One, two, three. It's It's a a good good thing. thing. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Oh, man. I was hoping we'd both say that. And for those of you too young to know, this is a phrase made popular by the one the only Martha Stewart. Uh, and you know, we're about to live by her most famous book because I'm Jalenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. And this is By the Book. In each episode of Buy the Book, we choose a different self-help book to live by, follow it to the letter, and weigh in on whether or not it actually changed your life and mine, Jolenta. Mm-hmm. And 
For this, our seventh season, as we were saying earlier, we are exploring hearth and home through self-help guides. And today, we're living by Martha Stewart Entertaining, by Martha Stewart and ghostwritten by Elizabeth Hawes. Martha Stewart is a businesswoman, writer, television personality, publisher, and former model. She was one of six children born to Polish-American parents in 1941 and raised in New Jersey. From a young age, she organized all the neighborhood birthday parties. In college, when she wasn't modeling and studying, she had her first taste of fancy dinner parties. And after college, while working as a New York stockbroker during the day, she began to take her culinary education more seriously, learning about fine ingredients in Europe and growing her own food and herbs in her Upper West Side apartment. Eventually, she and her then-husband moved to a country home in Connecticut where they could raise all their own food. Not long after, she began catering, writing about food, and eventually penning her New York Times bestselling book, Entertaining, in 1982. In Entertaining, Martha Stewart posits that home is both the most natural and most evocative place to entertain, a place that's both familiar and full of rediscovery. In the introduction, she says that her ideal reader is not just the culinary elite, but also those who regard cooking as drudgery and entertaining as a worry. For them, she hopes to show that there are many ways of entertaining and that each ultimately depends not on pomp or show or elaborate technique, but on thought, effort, and caring, much like friendship itself. Entertaining established Stewart as an authority on taste. By the mid-1990s, the book had sold over half a million copies. It was followed by more lucrative book deals, retail deals, a magazine, TV shows, the establishment of her own media company, and more ventures than we have time to name, not to mention uh, an insider trading mishap. Here's how you do it. Step one, make guests comfortable. At the beginning of parties, help guests feel comfortable by asking them to lend a hand in food prep or giving them a house tour. During the party, don't go into the kitchen for long periods of time or start cleaning, as doing so sends the message that the party is over. Make a playlist that matches the theme or tone of what you're going for. To ensure good conversation flow, think about your guest list and try to make sure there's an extrovert in the mix to take the responsibility off of you. Step two, create an ambiance. Be inventive with your rooms and the other nooks and crannies in your house. The hallway can host a long banquet table, or a small linen closet can make a great bar. Host your party in your garden or expansive unfinished basement. And use decoration to enhance the ambiance and theme of your party, like balloons for a birthday, special color candles for different holidays, or flowers and plants for a tropical theme. Step 3. Set the table. Consider the mood you want to establish or augment, then look to nature, art books, and things you've collected for inspiration. Your composition could be a brown tree fungus fixed with a delicate bloom, or simply the stems of Swiss chard. Change up the linens. For special occasions, fold your napkins into fans and place them in goblets or directly on plates. Mix up your dishes, but remember to keep things harmonious and comfortable. Step 4. Make food look beautiful. Think of how the colors of your food might contrast with or complement your dishes. Consider the size of your ingredients, as sometimes a thinly sliced lamb or whole carrots will look more appetizing than hunks of meat or shredded vegetables. In assembling a plate, respect the integrity and the nature of each element. Don't be haphazard. And don't crowd. Step 5. Be organized. 
When planning an event, ask yourself the following questions and commit the answers to paper. What is the date and the season of the event? How many guests will be there? What is the location? What is the reason for the party? What is the budget? What are the plans for music and entertainment? Be realistic about your resources and remember as a general rule that it's better to think big first than simplify later than to try to make a simple affair grandiose. Step six, explore the many ways to entertain. On a small scale or large scale, the rewards of entertaining are many. Discover them through the book's recipes and suggested ways of entertaining, which include cocktails and hors d'oeuvres, the crudite fruit and cheese party, omelet parties, kitchen parties, buffets, dinner parties, holiday gatherings, just desserts parties, and the at-home wedding. That's what the book says, and so that's what we did for two weeks straight. So, Joe Lenta, tell us about your first week of living by Martha Stewart Entertaining. Well, Kristen, I think you and I share a love of Martha. I feel like she's like the Cher or Dolly Parton of the hearth and home world. Like, she's our diva. We can't not love her. Oh, what's not to love? What's not to love? I mean, yeah, there was that insider trading thing, but, you know, I love her. Honestly, I love that about her, too. But that's that's a whole different podcast. Um, like, But truly, I will never forget the day I was a little girl and I was flipping through channels. We only had like six because we didn't have cable. And mm-hmm. I, I, I came upon Martha Stewart living. I see this blonde vision uh, doing something I'd never seen on TV, uh, which was a, reupholstering a chair. Mm-hmm. And I was, and she just like real quickly reupholstered a chair, and it was like that's, and that's a good thing. It was like her little end button segment on her show, <laughs> like she did it, like it was not a thing. And I was like, I'm sorry, I've never seen a woman reupholster a chair on TV. That's like some Bob Vila shit. The guy who hosted this old house. I feel like I'm dating myself like profusely. In Measure this twice, cut once. You know. Thank you, Bob Vila. <laughs> anyway. Ever since I saw that, I was like, oh, she's my girl. I love her. So I was very stoked to live by this book, but also nervous because, like, I know Martha. Like, when I think of Martha, I think of standards. I think of, like, curated beauty. And I then think of myself, and I'm like, how the fuck am I going to entertain or live up to Martha Stewart while we're in a pandemic and I'm taking, like, methotrexate, which is an immunosuppressant, which means I, like, can't go outside, basically. Yeah. She doesn't actually cover anything about immunosuppressants or about Mm-mm, pandemics in the book. No, no, no pandemic no. section. It's crazy. Yeah, there's no like germ-free entertaining chapter. <laughs> so how then did you get started living by the book? Well, I started by just deciding I was going to have to entertain the one and only person I had at my disposal. I'm assuming you mean Brad and not your stuffed mm-hmm. animals. Yes, I do mean Brad, that person, that human male I am married to. And uh, first, I subjected him to step two. That is creating ambiance. I want to spice things up. Kristen, we haven't been doing jack shit, to be honest. You know, we work, we go from the office to the living room, and every day feels the same. So I decided I would look around my house for a spot that could be a party because Martha says, you know, a shelf in a closet can be a bar. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decide on our mantle in the living room because it doesn't have much on it except like knickknacks and shit. 
And I'm like, that could be a party. So (laughs) I set up a buffet for Brad with a sign and everything along the mantle. And I surprised him. Um, And just for the record, this was inspired by Martha's like omelet buffet she mentions. There's like an omelet party and you can like make your omelet. But mine is just a snack buffet. Here I am showing it to Brad. So I just wanted to make you a little special moment. What is it? So please come in and please notice the hearth is no longer the hearth. It's a buffet. Oh, cute. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Brad's snack buffet. Start here. Don't mind if I do. I mean, I made it with just what we have in the house. <laughs> but Strawberries. Yum, yum, yum. Cereal. Cereal. <laughs> sugar cereal. Oh, just my favorite. Just straight chocolate chips. You eat them as a snack. Come yes, on. Yes, I do. I love them. Ooh, some golden grams. Oh, these cookies Cookies. Are the best. Are these little chocolate-covered almonds? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes. I forgot we had those. Amazing. So, and I love all the candles. Yeah, and it's all, like, you your little plate, you can go through the buffet, and you get a little snack. Oh, my gosh. Que romantica. I love it. Is that okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel so loved. Oh, my God. Jolenta, I love buffets so much. I never feel like I can make a buffet because it's just, like, me and Dean. But clearly, you pulled it off with just two people. Yeah, you Thank can you. do a buffet Thank with you. just two people. Wow. Yeah. I love that. And I mean, it wasn't like extravagant. It's with what we had. But I put it on like cute little dishes. And there were like plates at the ready for you to go down the line. And, you know, I feel like if anything, I got like some brownie points for just like being cute and romantic and like, you know, spicing shit up a little bit during COVID, right? Oh, I love it. I love it. And I think Martha would love it as well. Oh, that's all I want is for Martha to approve. Um, (laughs) All right. Uh, So after I did that, I did step three. Step three is setting the table. Right, right. So after I set the mantle, I was like, let's move to the table, the big guns. (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, my God. So, all right. So this is a second party you're throwing, it sounds like, or a second mm-hmm, entertaining mm-hmm. moment, I should say. I guess it's my, it's like moment. Yeah, we're calling them moments. I feel like party's <laughs> a bit much for like me doing it for the one other person I have to do it for. Let's, <laughs> let's call them all moments. I'm really enjoying that. I feel like I've been using the word moment a lot this whole season. I don't know what this like hearth and home brings out the moment in me. Um, it's a precious moment, yes. <laughs> it is. It is. Just like the figurines. Yes. Oh, my Again, God. Thank you so dating much for catching ourselves. that reference. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, I know. I had one. <laughs> I had one that was a little lamp until I broke it. It was sad. So I digress so hard. Okay. <laughs> so for this moment, uh, it's setting the table, but I feel like I may have done this step completely wrong because I did basically the opposite of what the step says. And what do you mean by the opposite? What do you mean? The step says, like, you know, put out a fungi with a bloom or, like, things that, like, (laughs) enhance the food or whatever. And actually, I did the opposite. I think the clip will explain it. But first, I have to, like, set up the clip. So hold on. Basically, this is a clip of Brad entering the living room to go eat dinner and sitting down at our kitchen table. But... Normally, we do not sit down to eat at our kitchen table. We eat like your average New York rat person, like crouching over a coffee table, <laughs> scarfing some shit in our mouths, like while sitting in a pile of uh, work from home shit because we have no space to actually work from home. Uh, but I've made, I made a change. So listen. Bradley, how come you're sitting over there? Just 
Because you, just because it seemed like you're kind of set up there. Mm-hmm. You had like the table and the kind of in the middle of the couch. I know, but also, do you think maybe you sat there because I cleared off all the shit I usually keep there and put the candles in a beautiful configuration, and it's more inviting. Oh my gosh, it's more like a dining table. Yeah, it's like a place to sit and eat. Thank you. Do you feel welcomed to it? Yeah, this is much nicer. Good. It's much more inviting. Right? Now you eat there all the time with me. Right. With me. Wow, dinners. Family dinners. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> I like it. You did set it up for success. And there were candles there. So candles are something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Candles like totally that's count. like ambiance. And it's like that, those little candles in the corner make it so it feels like homey and inviting, yet like there's space for a plate. Ah, I'm into it. I'm into it. Hats off to the candles. Thank you. Thank you. And what did you do after that? Okay, so after that, basically at the end of my first week, I got uh, some rather large news, Kristen. Mm. Turns out California was taken off New York's quarantine list, and my mom called to say she was coming to help take care of me because she could finally come visit without having to quarantine for like a month after she came. Oh, Suzanne. So, yay. That's some big Welcome fucking to New York, news. Suzanne. <laughs> yeah. Basically, she calls and is like, I'm coming to New York for a month and a few days because who knows if the quarantine's going to be back on or not. So get ready. Oh, uh, no. Okay. So on the one hand, I'm like, yay, Suzanne's coming to visit. On the other hand, how long will she possibly be trapped in New York with you? Oh, I know. It's <laughs> wild. I mean, ever since I got my lupus diagnosis, she's been sort of itching to come out and like mom on me. So like it was bound to happen. So I, with that news, uh, I did step five with Brad uh, rather quickly. That is get organized. Exactly. <laughs> and so to get organized... Brad and I had an impromptu planning meeting uh, while he drove us home from a doctor's appointment I had. Uh, Shout out to our neighbor, Dan, who lets us borrow his car sometimes for my doctor's appointments. Thank you so much. Also, side note, Dan's car is a van, so he's a Dan with a van. I thought you'd like Ah, that, Kristen. Nice. You know I love that. Yeah. Um, So Brad had picked up some groceries that we were going to put in my mom's Airbnb, and I wanted to go over everything he got with him and then the rest of our plans uh, for when she arrives. So here we are getting organized. Wait, you got Tillamook cheese? Do you get that because it's from Oregon? Nice. That like That's it. so cute. And then some manchego from here. Yeah. And then I got her some water, crackers, and shitty bagels that hopefully I can just bring over real bagels, but they'll they stay they'll, forever. They'll be, they'll stay they're forever. they're fake. They stay forever. I was going to say, also, they stay soft forever, so yeah, you can eat that without toasting it if she doesn't have a toaster. All right. Two things I want to point out here. Yay, she's staying in an Airbnb, not with you guys, which is oh no, that the best. no 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 no, <laughs> and like two, for sanity and health reasons. <laughs> yes, and two, this sounds like you really organized to make her comfortable, and it's so thoughtful. Oh, All those yeah. little touches are so well thought out. Thank you. Um, also, on top of that, we scheduled a COVID test for her for a few days after she arrived. That's how organized we got. Hot damn! That mm-hmm. is a beautiful, thoughtful, and healthy way to end your first week. Why, thank you. Why, thank you. Um, So can I please hear about your first week of living by Martha Stewart Entertaining? 
Because yes. I have a feeling you went batshit crazy with this one because you love entertaining <laughs> and you love Martha. Like, she's my social – Kristen's my social butterfly and, like, my Martha butterfly. So, like, we're we're butterflying all over. That is so, 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 so true. I do love me some Martha. In college, I even had a framed picture of Martha <gasps> Stewart hanging in my house because that's how much I love oh Martha. Oh, my God. I love it. Oh, I love you. Well, I always just loved the fact that she took a stereotype of ideal womanhood and turned it up to 11 and got filthy rich off of it, just like Madonna. Right. I'm going to take this one stereotype and just go hog wild. I love that she does that. I mean, I think that's what we love about all of our icons. Like Dolly's like, I'm going to play into this so hard and like make all the money from it. No subtlety. Just going all the way. And And you're right. I have just I've, I've missed social butterflying. You know, I mean, I've done some social distance walks. I've, you know, gone to Paul's compost bin. I, I you know, I've done a few things like that. But that's not entertaining. Right. It's not. No, so, no, it's not. So I was really excited for this book, and I began by sitting down with Dean, my husband, and doing some mm-hmm. planning and exploring. Okay, so exploring is step six. Yes. Listen, how many times would you want to entertain people during the course of these two weeks? Or if you don't want to entertain with me, how many times do you think I should entertain people over the course of these two weeks? Just to be clear, I always want to entertain with you, honey. It's wonderful entertaining with you. But there is a global pandemic, and so I think a safe number is zero. I was thinking ten. I was thinking just the end of ten. <laughs> no. <laughs> we have had some folks that we have been closer to through the pandemic who you consider an our bubble. Maybe we could entertain them zero times. <laughs> Over Zoom or Hangouts or something. Okay, so you think zero um, and I think ten. So why don't we meet we don't in the middle somewhere? any real outdoor space. We have a, a, a balcony which is six feet long. Okay, so four times. Four gatherings, I know it sounds like a lot, but that's why we (laughs) eased our way in by bringing the party to the backyard of our friends Darlene and Christina, not in our neighborhood, not on our street, but all the way in New Jersey. And (laughs) I know we went to another state. state. Yes. And up until a couple years ago, Dar and Chris lived in Brooklyn, just a few blocks from us. And while they enjoy the space and the slower pace they have in the suburbs and their giant backyard, they always talk about missing Brooklyn. And so Dean and I kept that in mind as we jumped in with step one. Okay. And step one is making guests comfortable. Yes. And as you may recall, part of this step is to have the guests lend a hand with food prep and music. And boy, did we ever listen. Welcome to West Orange. Oh, my God. New Jersey. We're here. We are. Oh, my gosh. I love your mid-century style house. So cute. But we wanted you to know um, we miss you so much in Brooklyn that we brought Brooklyn to you. Right on. This is from 4 and 20 Blackbirds. Your local pie shop. We also brought you Brooklyn bourbon. We also brought 
weird pre-mixed cocktails <laughs> from leave. Brooklyn. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm so excited. We don't so, have this in Jersey. I'm like, <laughs> yes, that's so nice. Uh, I love food from neighborhoods or like old places that you used to live that you can't get anywhere else. When people bring it to you, it's the best thing in the world. Well, it made us feel like we were not just taking advantage of their backyard, but turning it into right, an event. Right. Yes, <laughs> on- yes. Being like, we brought Brooklyn to New Jersey. It's a yes. thing. Not like we forced you to host a party for us. Yes. <laughs> and on top of all the gifts that we brought with us, we also brought a Yacht Rock mix to fully transform their Jersey backyard into a Brooklyn outdoor bar. Because yeah, nothing says nothing Brooklyn says outdoor bar like Yacht Rock, right? hipster bar, like some Yacht Rock. <laughs> yeah. Just some hollow notes in the background. Exactly. Exactly. So with that gathering down, I began to think of what my next one should be. Mm-hmm. And even though it's not covered in the book, I decided on an outdoor tea party. And oh my gosh. Also weird that I feel like Martha would totally have a tea party, but there she is just busting stereotypes. <laughs> no, she has a lot of like other suggestions of like meet in a garden and have dinner and so on. I would say many outdoor parties, but no like straight up tea. Yeah. And you know, I love a tea party. My friend TJ, he loves tea. He's one of those guys who has like a whole closet just filled with tea. So I figured why not have a tea party with tea? TJ, by the way, TJ's first name I know, is not spelled. I was T- waiting for that. Don't T-E-A. worry. <laughs> I was like, do I do it? Do I wait for her to do it? Do I enjoy the fact that she hasn't done it yet? And then you did it. <laughs> I did it. I did it. Well, it's TJ who did it. It's his name, TJ. Okay, did it's it. his fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we don't have a backyard garden, as you know, Jolenta, mm-hmm. and TJ doesn't have one either. So what? better alternative than New York's Backyard Garden, a.k.a. Prospect Park in Brooklyn. and uh, Good park. And I feel like that is a place with a lot of ambiance. And ambiance, you may recall, Jolenta, is step two. Mm-hmm. Of course. And what do I love more than skipping a step? It's outsourcing a step to a park that already exists. Yeah. Like, park, you do the ambiance, I'll show up. And it's yeah. such a good park for, like, a good picnic, a tea party. You can go to, like, the Nethermead part where it's, like, the trees sort of overhang right at the edge of the of the field. And it feels, like, tea party and, like, you're in a little secret cove. I mean, come on. Well... Unfortunately, I didn't think it through that well. I chose Uh a little corner of the park for TJ to meet me at because I thought this is going to be easy to find. And then I set up the space and then he met me there. Take a listen. Oh, my God. Everything is just so perfectly meticulously put together, like your floral spread here and like our little teacups. Thanks for noticing. Yeah, the teacups and the picnic blanket. I just I happen to have a lot of blue. So I thought... Let's coordinate. <laughs> Do you think we should hold our pinkies up while we drink our tea? Well, if we're going to be following the, the ways of the, the dominatrix of the domicile, then I think we should. <laughs> Martha would love this. Here. Pinkies up. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, that sounds amazing. Well, kind of. I'm not sure if you heard in the background there, Jolenta, but Mm -hmm. as we sat having our little pretty tea party, there were fire truck sirens and ambulance sirens Mm. the entire time. And as much as I love TJ and was proud of my planning, it wasn't what I had in mind. Right. So I decided I need to get a little bit more creative in week two. Interesting. Yeah, you learned a hard lesson. When you outsource your ambiance, you lose your control. 
Yeah. Yeah. And also, don't have your picnic on the corner of the park. Don't do that. No, Too many, go, yeah. you got to go in further. Yeah. I should have chosen the nether meat. Yeah. It's all right. It's okay. I forgive you. And so does the park. <laughs> and so does DJ. Um, I cannot wait to hear more about your second week. But we do have to take a break because that's always what we do at this point in the show. Yes. But before we do, have you lived by Martha Stewart entertaining? Did it work for you? Share your story at facebook.com slash groups slash BTB pod or write to us at Kristen and Jolenta at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Okay, Jolenta, we talked about week one of Living by Martha Stewart Entertaining, and now it's time to hear about week two, starting with you. Mm-hmm. So, started my second week with step one. That is to make guests comfortable. Right. And uh, since I cannot make my guest, aka my mother who's coming to town, comfortable in person right away, I had to come up with a workaround. Right, because after she travels, you can't just cuddle up with her. She's got to quarantine. She's got to get her test. She's got to do all the responsible Mm -hmm. things. Exactly, exactly. So here is what I did. Okay, I'm in my mom's place. We got a coat, a blankie, a scarf, because it's cold. Books, a book on Brooklyn, some handkerchiefs and or masks, a shopping bag, wrinkle remover, a card, other fun shit. <sighs> it also, like, makes me feel so good. I feel like I'm, like, a, a spy for, like, good vibes. Okay, but, like, if I were coming in and having had a long flight and not wanting to deal with shit, like, this would be very fun to find. I love it. I love it, Jolenta. I love it because week one, you know, you provided her with food. You provided her with a few things that would make her feel at home. But 
this week, you're providing her with lots of fun stuff, stuff that gets her out of the house, mm-hmm. like shopping mm-hmm. bags and masks and all those things that allow her not just to enjoy the apartment, but enjoy Brooklyn itself. Did she love it as much as I love it? Uh, yeah, she did. She got in late, late that night after I set everything up and texted Brad and I. She said, thank you both so much for such a warm and loving welcome to New York. The food and other goodies you put in my place are so wonderful. And thank you for setting up my COVID test. I'm so grateful. So if that's not making a guest comfortable, I don't know what the fuck is. That is making her very comfortable and very safe and clearly very welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And what did you do after that? After that, the three of us, my mom and Brad and I, did a lot of step six. That is exploring the many ways to entertain. Mm -hmm. And I had to do this COVID style because it'll be like a full week before my mom's like taken her test and gotten the results back. So we did a lot of outdoor exploring. I set a picnic table up on our block with a rustic, like, dinner and drinks to match the rustic picnic table. People just put up, like, three picnic tables on, like, a corner that used to have construction. uh, And now people, like, hang out at them COVID style. It's very nice. Oh, yeah. I love that about Brooklyn right now. I feel like all the neighborhoods are doing that. Totally. Uh, We had desserts that were made by Brad on the stoop of my mom's Airbnb, all sitting at like different levels eating desserts. It was delightful. Um, And we also enjoyed the ambiance created by a local restaurant when we had lunch outside under their umbrella and their hanging vines. And while we were sitting at lunch, I realized something. But it's my first time out ever. Oh, really? Like other than the doctor's. Yeah. This is like your first interaction with a, like a service industry person. Yeah, it's other than like getting delivery and stuff. So I'm just a little nervous. But yeah. also I'm excited and I want you to like... Well, have, I, I want you to have fun for your business. Yeah, and I'm glad you're getting out. But it makes me nervous. Don't worry about it. I, oh, damn. How cute is he? You yeah. are so cute. <laughs> Oh my God. I always flirt with dogs. I'm sorry. I have to. You're cat calling them. <laughs> oh, cat calling the dog. Good one, Brad. Mm-hmm. I'm into mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Left that in for you. Just for you. That and because I couldn't end the clip without having to leave the dog shit in because my mom <laughs> stopped in mid-sentence. Well, thank you very but much for that. <laughs> it was it was nice to realize that in exploring the ways to entertain, I've sort of pushed myself out a little bit of my like sort of COVID box that I think's gotten like a little too small, perhaps. Um, so it was nice that I was like giving my mom a taste of the city and like living a little more. It was enjoyable. Nice. And what did you do after that? So after that, basically, I wanted to, like, give Brad a sort of thank you moment to keep up with our moments this this episode. <laughs> you know, we'd been really busy with my mom and, like, you know, meeting her outside various places and working. And I wanted to, you know, remind Brad I appreciate all the work he does for my mom and all the help he's done just with all this shit. So I... uh I did a little step four moment for him. Ah, step four is all about making food look beautiful. 
Mm-hmm. And I gathered up some of the food in our house, displayed it beautifully, lit some candles that were already on our dining table because it's just set for success. And <laughs> I called for Brad to come in. I know you're busy, but you need to eat lunch. And um, could you just like pick yours up in the JG lunch lounge? <gasps> Is this the cutest the lunch lounge cutting <laughs> board? <laughs> this is the soundtrack of yeah. the lunch lounge. And this is this is Snackalin and her dog Snackery. Oh my god. Oh my god, it looks like a doggy. See, I use the natural form of the apple slices and the berries to make an apple to it make an apple like dog. And that's our little dress. And a little smile. Oh my God! This little sun. Sun. Oh my gosh. You see the snappies make natural rays. And she's on a bed. Of, she's standing on a ground of wheat. This is so creative. So the dog is for you. For, oh my gosh! For part thanks. of your lunch. Sorry, I could barely hear you <laughs> over. <laughs> I could barely hear you over the sound. You're welcome to stay in the lounge. You can go back really to good. work. Whatever you want. And I had to take it to go. Well, I thank you for stopping by. <laughs> You're sweet. Thank you. I do love that you did that, though. It, it is definitely taking things next level. And Thank you. You got sh- to share some photos of that on Instagram. Oh, you oh I will. For photos. sure. For sure. For sure. Um, <laughs> so with that ridiculous move, that's where I ended my second week. But please, please tell me you had 10 more parties uh, during your <laughs> second week of living by Martha Stewart Entertaining. Uh <laughs> So when we left off, I believe you had just had your fire truck tea party in Prospect Park, yes? Yes, that's right. And I decided that with my next party, instead of hosting in Prospect Park, I'd choose a much quieter place. Mm. And where is that in your mind? The middle of Vanderbilt Avenue, a.k.a. What? Main Street in Prospect Heights, Brooklyn. Uh, that is true. But the middle of the avenue, how is that quieter? That is a busy street. Like, that's a street where people, like, line up for shit and there are many cars and bikes on a bike lane. Yes, but Jolenta, as you know, a number of streets in Brooklyn now are completely shut down to cars either on the evenings or on the weekends or both. So the kids can play, the neighbors can gather outside, the restaurants can expand to serve more people. And during these street closure times, things are so happy and so peaceful and so quiet. There are no sirens. There's no car exhaust. And I thought, boom, that's where I need to host a champagne party. Uh, what? Like the ones in the book? Like the cocktail parties Martha writes about outdoors? Yes, kind of, but with a different kind of organizing. Mm, step five, be yep. organized. Yes. And here's what I did. I came up with an evening when I knew Vanderbilt would be closed, invited our friends Blake and Jenya to meet us on our corner, and made clear that they should dress in their fanciest clothes and when they arrived, boy, did they arrive. Oh, my gosh, you look amazing. You look so great. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Uh, you look amazing, too. <laughs> oh, my God. I just thought it would be nice if we actually, you know, dressed really nicely and enjoyed our town. And it's super fun to get dressed up sometimes because sweatpants. <laughs> I, I especially like uh, Dean's tie. Isn't that nice? <laughs> I tried. I feel, I feel like it's nice to bring the sense of... Uh, 
uh, like a special occasion to up. That's Today's nice. what? Wednesday, yeah. Thursday? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We should do this every day. Yes. So, yeah, and any excuse to wear sequins. Oh my gosh. Sure. Of course. So, I know that you guys didn't want to share food because of COVID, but I still feel like us dressed to the nines, drinking champagne at a folding table on the street with a fake candle here. It's still, to me, says it's an occasion. Oh, yeah, it feels magical. This is a party. Yeah. Yeah. It feels magical. Wow, the word magical doesn't just get tossed around, you know. I'm impressed. (laughs) I'm impressed. I just, you know what I wish I had my recorder out for? When Mm. Dean and I walked out onto the street, people on the street stood up and applauded us because they just were No way! I just wish I would have had that on tape because... I don't think the neighbors are used to seeing people walk around in floor-length sequin gowns right now. And, no. you know, they they should start getting used to it. They just aren't anymore. It's crazy. <laughs> no, but I know what you mean. Like, I wear, like, this sleep romper. I have, like, five sets of it now. And I wear it every day with just, like, a sweatshirt over it when I walk the dog. And it, I have, like, a diaper butt in it. And I call myself a diaper baby. <laughs> and that's how I walk around outdoors, like a diaper baby. <laughs> that's how most people walk around outdoors now. And indoors, I mean, if they're wearing clothes at all. So, yeah. So yeah, you just can't see my diaper butt. It's on right now, <laughs> and I have a shirt tied over it. <laughs> anyway, um, I do believe I saw some of those photos of you on Instagram, and you looked fucking fine. So oh, I, I'll, I'll I share highly some more recommend you share some more of those for our listeners. Yes, I will. I'll definitely share some of those. Amazing. Um, so what did you do after that magical party? Well, after that, I thought about the fact that I'd done almost no cooking since we lived by that horrible Jamie Oliver book. Mm. And I thought about how Dean and I have this tiny little balcony that just fits the two of us and how none of the get-togethers that I'd planned were really just romantic between the two of us. So Mm. I came up with a romantic date night and I didn't even tell him. Uh, While he was in meetings that day, I put together. I snuck into the kitchen. I didn't cook anything. I want to make this really clear. I chopped up you, a lot of things. You went like snack buffet style where you put some cereal <laughs> out? No, well, it was kind of a cold summer supper, I should say. I made nice. a giant tomato, cucumber, feta, and kalamata olive Greek salad. You prepared uh, things. Yes. Hummus and pita plate, uh, mm. dessert of figs and blueberries. Ooh. I made honeydew Collins mixed cocktails. And so even though I didn't turn on the stove or the oven or anything, no, I that's do have like to say, you prepared a full fucking meal. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I thought it was pretty attractive. And I do have to say that the composition of the colors, the sizes of the foods and so on, mm. I, I do think that they looked kind of like the pictures in the book, you know? Uh, so you're saying that that was step four, making it yes. beautiful. You're yes. saying even it, though you did not make a dog out of an apple, you made it beautiful. Okay. No, I buy I like it. to think so. I like to no, think so. No, you did it the way Martha actually told us to, which is like <laughs> enhance the beauty of the food. Don't like mangle it into a cartoon. I tried. And then I set the table with the food, with napkins that I folded in the same style that I used to have to fold them when I worked at this Malaysian restaurant in college. And yeah, did all of that on the balcony. Oh my God. Wait, and that's step three. So you set the table too. Yes, yes. Um, Yes. Our tiny little balcony table I set. Yes. (laughs) And then I put on some music and this happened. 
Oh wow, we haven't eaten outside in weeks. This looks lovely. It almost looks like a picnic. Did you fold the napkins or anything? <laughs> when did you? How? Did you not know I knew how to fold napkins? I did not know that. But now I know you will be the chief folder of napkins forevermore. <laughs> um, oh, is that, a, is that a Greek salad? That looks delicious. I cut up things. Yes. I cut up produce for us. Good job. <laughs> I love you, sweetie. I love you, honey. I mean, oh my God, that's so sweet. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. That's adorable. That's so nice. That's such a beautiful, like picturesque balcony style way to end your week. I assume you ended it. I feel like that's all your steps. Yep. That's the way we ended it. Enjoying our tiny little balcony that only fits two people eating a bunch of stuff I chopped up with folded napkins. <laughs> hey, entertaining at its finest. I cannot wait to hear your verdict, but we have to take a break first. And reminder, we want to hear from you. What do you think about Martha Stewart entertaining? When did you first see the book? Did you grow up with the book? Have you lived by the book? Share your story with us. Leave us a voicemail at 302-49-BOOKS. That's 302-492-6657. Or you can email us at kristinangelenta at gmail.com. And, of course, be sure to follow our Instagram where we have photos of how we've lived by Martha Stewart Entertaining. Our Instagram is at ByTheBookPod. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Okay, Jolenta, it's time to get down to business. Did Martha Stewart Entertaining actually work? Would we recommend it? Okay, here we go. When I first looked at this book, I was like, wow, yeah, oh my gosh, it's an 80s fever dream with all my favorite heroes, which is just Martha Stewart in every picture. It's amazing. The book is like the most insane. I feel like the book is like what invented house porn. Like the book is in. Sane. It is gorgeous. There are pictures of this gorgeous house full of like all this rustic shit. There's like Martha with a hoe in her garden. Like it's too much. There's Martha hosting an at home wedding at her Connecticut estate. When you look at it first, you're like, yeah. And then you're like, oh no, wait, I'm going to live by this. This is fucking terrifying. So I was definitely stressed. Like, I was like, I don't know if I have any, like, cute nooks to turn into a wet bar, Martha. Like, some of the nooks in my house aren't as, like, charming as in your, like, country farmhouse. Like, some of mine have, like, cardboard boxes. 
Um, And, like, when I first was living by it, I was, like, a little meh. Like, you know, it was fun, but it was a little forced. And I was, like, maybe it's just, like, COVID or just because it's, like, me and Brad. But, like, it's lightening the mood, but it just feels like it's sort of put on. Like, it's not, like, enhancing anything. But then when I got the news about my mom coming to town and, like, my life picked up a bit more momentum, I found myself literally turning to the advice in the book and finding it helpful. Like, it gave me some loose guidelines for how to make someone feel, like, more welcome and comfortable and appreciated that weren't crazy stressful because she does, even though her examples might be wild, like, the book does stress there are ways to do this at, like, every level of commitment to, like, the Martha Stewart lifestyle. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, you can be a New York garbage person like myself and, like, still find a way to employ this advice. And, like, it enhanced my experience. It enhanced Brad's. It enhanced my mom's. And, like, as you could hear at the end of the two weeks, like, it sounded like I was enjoying my life more as well. I was getting out of, like, my, like, sort of sick, shitty bubble I was enjoying the people around me more. I was making the people around me feel loved. Like, those are all good things. Yes. Nice use of good things. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) And so, like, even though at first I felt like it was forced, the second I actually had to do, like, mild entertaining, if not just, like, interacting with people again, the advice was paying off in, like, small ways about, like, leave this note here to make someone feel happy or, like, you know... Think about, like, the mood of where you're sitting so it's not fucking depressing. And, like, this book is an 80s party fantasy wet dream while you look at it. Like, (laughs) there's a lot to love. Uh, I guess I recommend it. I recommend it if you're trying to, like, get back into, like, a social life, which I am. Nice. Nice. How about you? Well, I was so excited when this book arrived in the mail. I spent, I don't know how many hours just looking at the photos. They are fantastic. And there's all sorts of photos I wasn't expecting. Like there was the one of Martha in these kind of short, short, really tight overalls in the garden where I'm like, Martha, show off that bod of yours. No, it's wild. They're so good. (laughs) Yes. The pictures are fantastic. There's one of her with like her staff she hires to help her work a party. (laughs) And I'm just like. Yeah, there's like, there is a little section about like, and catering, right? Like, and it's like, yeah, Martha, that's not relatable. Yeah, but the (laughs) pictures are, (laughs) no, but the pictures are really fun to look at. Uh, Mm. The clothes, the bucolic setting, everything that is now what we recognize as the Martha Stewart brand being laid out for the first time in this book. It's you can, incredible. You can really see this setting the stage for who she becomes as, you know, a mega millionaire and a brand icon in the future. It's mm-hmm. all right here in the book, and it is just a delight to look through. The writing is so um, – I was surprised to learn that a ghostwriter was involved because mm-hmm. everything I associate with how Martha talks, this ghostwriter gets it down. Yeah. She is so good at getting the Martha Stewart tone down. Like when you watch Martha on any TV segment, she sounds exactly like this book. It's like so even reading it is like metered and soothing, even though it's talking about some like big ideas sometimes. And no conjunctions. She doesn't say, I wouldn't do that. I would not do that. I would not. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's it. You hit the nail on the head. Yes. And so it is just a delight. And I do have to say, though, even though a lot of it looks like it's 
a lot of effort and over the top and possibly intimidating. It wasn't quite as intimidating as I thought it was because like when I think of Martha Stewart, I think, okay, well, first in the third week of November each year, go to the woods that are roughly 100 miles from the border of Canada and harvest the acorns that you find one quarter of a mile up the hill. And then after harvesting these, bake them in your outdoor kiln. Afterward, let them dry for an additional two months. Spray paint them in gold yeah. leaf. And then Everything arrange takes the year. remnants. And, like, I'm, I'm imagining things like that. When I think of Martha right. Stewart, it's like yeah. m- multiple insane steps that would take yeah, about 200 hours to make a to her was just fucking reupholstering a chair on a whim like you, like you do. <laughs> <laughs> but so much of what I was exposed to was just like this exceptionally over-the-top level of like, um, it's a simple thing. It takes about 45 hours, but this yeah. one thing you do at the fork will make all the difference at your party. So I was kind of thinking it was going to be like that. It's totally. not quite to that level, and I was relieved mm-hmm. to see that. And I, I will confess, I, I did not actually make any of her recipes that are in the book. I felt oh, neither like kind did of, I. Oh, shit. Yeah, I kind of felt recipied out after doing the Jamie Oliver right. book. And it and really is an entertaining book. The recipes, even though they make up a beautiful portion of the book, it's not about like you have to do this to make it this kind of party. They're just like gorgeous suggestions, Martha Stewart style. Yeah, and if I ever make a pie, that recipe for the pie crust, it looks great. It's I'm it, making it those like, lady fingers. I love lady Oh, you fingers. are. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, you know, if if I do ever want to do anything fancy, maybe I'll make a recipe from this book, but I followed the book without the recipes and had a great time. I I got to say, I I'm, I'm really into this book. I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know, yes, I'm partial. Yes, I already started out liking Martha, but mm-hmm. I am recommending this book. I am recommending Yay. it. Yay. And even if you don't do exactly what Martha says in the book, I think that anybody who reads it will also just enjoy looking at it and maybe feeling inspired to do things a little different with how Mm -hmm. they entertain. And that's a good thing. It's a fuck you. It is. (laughs) And that's it for this episode of By the Book. Huge thanks to our amazing production team at Stitcher. Our producers, Daisy Rosario and Brandon Nix. Our engineer, Andy Christens. Our chief content officer, Chris Bannon. And thanks also to Nate Wida, who composed our theme song, and to the Rizzos for performing it. Stay in touch with us. Let us know if you've read Martha Stewart Entertaining. Let us know if you're Martha Stewart and you want to be our surrogate mother. Let (laughs) us know all your thoughts. Hit us up at kristenangelenta at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at ByTheBookPod or our personal Twitters are at KristenMinzer and at Jalenta G. Also, if you have not yet already, hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode of our show and please rate us five stars and review us in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. It helps other people to find the show and if you haven't already, tell a friend about the show. Tell an entertainer about the show. Tell a guest about the show. Please tell Martha Stewart about this fucking show. If you're Martha Stewart, please tell Snoop Dogg about the show. Oh my God, yes. And I would love to try all this product. (laughs) Until next time, I'm Jalanta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. You sound like this. All right. Stitcher.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.